This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Racing round up on Free FM, RFM, and MP. Uh, as always, I'm Grady and live on Skype. We've got Josh. Hey. Uh, we are going completely and utterly off script this week, doing something we don't usually do. And uh, we're actually going to be running down the card for AEW's full gear pay per view coming up this weekend. Um, at the time of recording after Dynamite before Rampage, we got nine matches announced for us to run through. Going to probably take up most of the show. Um, so let's just kick it off, I guess, where we started. Um, or the newestly added match, uh, Cody Rhodes teaming up with Pac to, to take on Malachi Black and Andrade El Idolo. Eh, this should be an interesting match. I personally don't think Pack and Cody Rhodes can get get along enough to um in order to actually be an effective tag team. Mm. But anything is possible. And again, this is also the whole I don't care that people are booing me storyline. Yeah. Uh I'm still a face. Even though three years ago they said faces and heels are gonna be a thing in AEW. That you're gonna be more morally gray and it's like, okay. Well, clearly, Cody Rhodes took that to heart because he he's definitely not a face. <laughs> yeah, we've seen him cra- do stuff like dress up like Homelander and stuff like that as well from the boys. And I feel like that's really the case here. And Malachi's super highlighted that of you hear the people, right? You hear them booing. Yeah. The th- you know, I can't really take Malachi back seriously. Because, of course, he did what all ex-WWE guys that signed with AEW does, except Daniel Bryanson, for some reason. Uh, Brian Danielson. Um, and took shots at WWE for not using him, and he's used the same exact character. Nothing has changed, except who he works for. If it works, it works. Yeah. I will say this. He, um, I will give him props for living the gimmick. With the uh, eye, um, eye contact. Mm. Th- that'll give him cr- props for, because he didn't have to come back and uh, f- uh, keep that storyline going when he came over to AEW. He, di- he could have just ditched the contact. And I guess, so, so from your comments on this as well, that you're going to be leaning towards a Malachi Andrade win then? I think so. And I think this will be the beginning of like the the tip to the dark side for Cody. Hmm. Officially. Uh, I, I could see, I could actually see him potentially uh, being walked out on by Pack. The Pack, because after all, they call Pack a certain word we can't use. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> um, so I could see Pack walking out during this match and uh, Cody falling to Malachi Black and Adrani and, and then Cody starts, goes away for a few weeks, maybe a couple months. 
And then he comes back and he starts cutting promos on the fans not being appreciative of him and stuff like that. And eventually reneges on his promise to never contend for the AEW title. I don't expect him to win it, because, <laughs> but, um, but I wouldn't be surprised by it either. Um, but I think that's an eventual landing is eventually we, we get Cody Rhodes for the title again. Mm-hmm. Uh, what it sounds like is that you're talking about Cody Rhodes' ego, and another man, all ego, Ethan Page, that's that's a segue I got, uh, is going to be in a street fight later on in the night. Uh, it is going to be a five-on-five street fight, the inner circle, Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz, taking on Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, as well as American Top Team with Junior Dos Santos. I'm going to butcher this next name, Dan Lambert and Andre Arlovsky. Um, well, considering what they did on uh, Dynamite this week, um, it's almost certain that the Inner Circle wins. Uh, there's no point in having a beatdown by American Top Team and Scorpio Style and Ethan Page if you're not going to, the, if you're just going to put them over on s- Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they beat the living tar out of uh, the uh, inner circle and pretty much laid out what their plan is. Their plan is for Dan Leb- uh, Lambert to pin Chris Jericho. Hmm. So we can tell that the exact opposite is going to be happening on the weekend and Chris Jericho yeah. will pin Dan Lambert. Nah, Chris Jericho will make him tap out because uh. the, the end of the segment was uh, Lambert putting Jericho in the walls of Jericho. Yeah. Uh. And and the uh, rest of the guys forcing Jericho to tap. <laughs> so that's pr- I think they pretty much have uh, signed, sealed, and delivered ha- the fi- finish of that match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not uh, not overly mad about it either. You know, it is a bunch of guys who are um, not wrestling uh, guys coming into it, and it is arguably a four v five with Dan Lambert being involved um, since Chris Jericho. Did the the switchy switch when picking which American top team guys to go up against. Um, so they've already sort of stacked the deck in their favor by outsmarting uh, Dan and his crew. So I, I agree. I think men of the year, uh, Paige and Sky probably have um, a bright future with them, but I just don't see them picking up the win in this 5v5 here. I will say this. I think Dan Lambert was born to be a uh, in pro wrestling. <laughs> He just ch- chose a different path. Yeah. Uh, in life, but I think I think watching what went down with the whole beatdown and stuff, and the promos that I've seen of him, I think what could have been done if they went to WWE, because that's a WrestleMania thing for sure. Could you imagine just Dos Santos versus Lesnar at WrestleMania with? Lambert in this corner. Yeah, there's there's a chance, um, but like you know, we're never going to know exactly what would have happened. You know, this could be. Yeah. I don't know what the deal is with American Top Team and AEW. I don't know if this is a um, a long term deal. You know, American Top Team is a very big um, UFC, MMA, BJJ organization. There's a lot of people in it. You know, they've already teased. Um, Paige Van Zandt coming out, um, being involved in some way. Is this going to be a long-term thing? Are some of these uh, 
fighters going to be getting more ingrained in the world of wrestling or you know because they don't need necessarily to do all the character work if dan's going to be carrying them and he's going to be that reoccurring character so i could definitely see dan and his cronies sticking around um for, for quite a while like he's got a good rotating cast of cronies to have behind him yeah it i think it'd be interesting in seeing how it if it does develop beyond this um how it does um i also would be worried if it does end here what that it may also be the end of the tag team of men of the year Mm. they may kill them as well um i really really would hope to be wrong and hope that that somehow american top team does win and maybe they put the um the genesis that they need to spin sammy guevara off the group Mm -hmm. entirely using this match but i just don't see that but i will say this i have i did the match i saw the match sammy won the tnt title Mm mm-hmm um, I re- really grew to really like him in that match with Mirio. So I want to I I want to see him develop as a singles person outside of this group. Yeah, I think everybody's hoping for that. Um, you know, the inner circle had a purpose when it was still being spun up and run along, but um, you know, I want to see a lot more from Pride and Powerful, the tag team. I want to see a lot more from Sammy Guevara. Um, Jericho and Hager, you know, I could take it or leave it, but really that tag team and Sammy, uh, you know, I want them, I want them to shine. I want them to, to run out and, uh, be on their own and see what they can pull off. Yeah. I mean, I think I have to agree with MJF that, um, when he called Sammy Guevara one of the pillars, mm-hmm. the future of W, of AW, because I think he's, he's 100% correct on that. Um, because well, I think they definitely could build him going forward, um, going further and further to eventually where he could stand on the same level as a potentially as a CM Punk or a uh, Brian Danielson. Yeah. And if you're going to talk about MJF and his pillars uh, speech, then Darby Allen versus MJF has got to be the next match we talk about. Um, as two other pillars go head to head to to sort of prove who's going to be the future of AEW. Yeah, uh, this should be an interesting match. I'm still not a big fan of Darby Allen, but I know I do realize he has have a huge following. He doesn't say my girlfriend and- will find you and eliminate you. <laughs> and um, so I I love the work MJF does, but I just don't think the AEW really supports him the way he needs to be he should be the top heel in the company but he's wrestled like five times this year Hmm. um i think specifically with this match um it's kind of the reasons you mentioned that darby allen is probably going to walk out um the victor but i wouldn't be surprised if AEW did have uh mjf go on and and to pick up the win here and to start building that momentum well I, yeah, I think Darby Allen does win here. Um, I think, I think it's largely because they, with the character that MJF has, assuming he doesn't just become one of the first to jump from this company to the other, um, they could build him as, as a credible heel at any point that they want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so I think they probably will more and more capitalize on Allen's popularity and keep him strong. 
so that they have somebody that they can use um, if they need to should, say, a certain event doesn't happen in the main event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think we've got one more match. So while we're talking about the pillars here, we'll talk about the last pillar, Jungle Boy. Uh, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Christian Cage going to be teaming up against the Super Click, Adam Cole, and the Young Bucks in a Falls Count Anywhere six-man tag team matchup. Any other time, um, I would be like, I've made my feelings clear about two of the members in this match. <laughs> Very clear. I'd be like, I hope that Christian Cage and Jungle Express destroy Super Click. But uh, I kind of need the point, points in a fantasy league for, <laughs> for the Young Bucks to win here. So I'm going to go against my better judgment. And I'm going with the Super Click. Not only have we conned Josh into slowly allowing more AEW talk, he's picking the <laughs> Young Bucks to win a match. It'll probably be Adam Cole that'll score the fall. Um, honestly, in all honesty, in all seriousness... I, I expect Christian Cage and, J and the Jurassic Express mm -hmm. to win this match. I want those, those fantasy points. Yeah. So mark me down for the super click. Yeah, it's an interesting one, just because this feud has been going on for a little while now. It's kind of spun off from the uh, Elite versus Elite Hunters kind of piece. Um, Christian Cage hasn't been doing a whole bunch. Like, here... You know, Jurassic Express Young Bucks would be a great tag team match. Christian versus Adam Cole would be a great match. Put them together in a six-man shore. Um, it's going to be absolute chaos with the Falls Count Anywhere and with people like the Young Bucks and Spinner and Jungle Boy. Um, it's going to be chaos. It's going to be fast-paced. And ultimately, I'm not going to peg down a winner. I'm just going to let a match uh, run out. That way I can't be wrong when I get the wrong person. I just hope that at some point, they end up in the concession stand. That's always assuming, your guess. As, as, assuming that a concession stand is still possibly be, to be done thanks to COVID. Mm -hmm. Alrighty, well, on that note, we're going to be going into our entrance theme of the week. It is uh, Hangman Adam Page's uh, theme, and that song's going to be playing for you right about now.
Pond, FreeFM, RFM, and MP. Uh, I'm Greedy, he's Josh. We've got a couple more matches still to get through for AEW's full gear. Uh, let's start off with the only non-title or title shot match left. CM Punk, Eddie Kingston, one-on-one. These guys have been going back and forth for a while now. Yeah, um, yeah they um, had this big, like, uh, come to blows almost, but they were being held back by, like, 50 people. Um uh backstage segment. Yeah, I'm not that surprised. Eddie Kingston's always had a reputation for rubbing people the wrong way. Um he definitely never liked anybody who went to New York. Um so and as much as Punk hates it, he went to New York. <laughs> um he, he made his name as a house made his name into a household name in New York. Yeah. I I I, I sat back, I watched A.A. Kingston when he was the grand champion for Chikara in 2010. And the stuff he did there, the matches that he had with then, the then Kevin Steen as ROH champion, um, was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, so I, I expect this to probably be probably Punk's best match since returning. Mm-hmm. A I'm still not going to put it at that high of bar because I don't think Punk's got anything really left anymore. But um, I think this will be a really, really good match, mostly because of Eddie Kingston. I do think Punk wins this match, as much as I hate to say it, um, simply because I think eventually they want to keep him undefeated so they eventually have an excuse to put him up against the champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think, as you say, you know, CM Punk is on his... Uh, comeback tour, I guess. I, I don't see him, uh, losing quite yet. And Eddie Kingston isn't quite the story. Um, you know, if AEW is going to subvert that expectation and have him drop the match here, that's perfectly fine as well. You know, Eddie Kingston, as you say, great talent, great fun to watch and would not shut the HG double hockey sticks up about it. Um, but I just don't think it's time just yet for, for CM Punk to, to stop his winning streak, I guess. And uh, we've got four more matches to get through, so I am going to have to speed up AEW World Tag Team Championships on the line. Lucha Brothers taking on FTR. Uh, give me the Lucha Brothers for multiple reasons. <laughs> um, I made it pretty well known that I never liked the revival that much, and FTR is I'm not that big of a fan of either. I also happen to have Penta L0 zero in my fantasy league too so i kind of need the bonus points on that for the title match um i want i really want to see the lucha brothers just beat them down and they not have to worry about that anymore Mm -hmm. yeah it's an interesting one here just because um it is always a clash of styles when these two teams uh go head to head FTR obviously winning the AAA Tag Team Championships uh, and seemingly going to be heading to Mexico to be defending those. Um, I don't think they need to also hold the AEW World Tag Team Championships after having those already, so I think it just makes more sense to let the Lucha Brothers keep a hold of them. They already just won them. Um, Keep a hold of them. FTR can defend the AAA Tag Team Championships and everybody can sort of uh move on rather than stacking the gold on one team necessarily 
And uh, about three minutes left per match. Let's talk about the AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament Final. Uh, winner receiving an AEW World Championship shot. Brian Danielson making it all the way through the bracket. And Miro coming in as a last-minute sub going up as his opponent. I think this will be a really, really good match. Again, because Brian Danielson can wrestle a five-star match with a broomstick. <laughs> Six stars of cars at the Tokyo Dome. Of course. Uh, and Mirio's no slouch. Um, I think had it been a situation where Mirio wasn't a replacement, mm-hmm. if Mirio had been in the tournament the entire time and made it to the finals, I would give Mirio a strong chance of actually winning this match. But because he's a replacement, and it was, cl- it was clearly that it was supposed to be Danielson versus... Um, Moxley. Moxley. Um... I have to pick Brian Danielson to win here. Mm-hmm. Um, again, just like CM Punk, because of that tie, that he's undefeated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to, I personally, and also, it, it's also partly because I want to see Danielson versus a particular person <laughs> that we'll get to later. Yeah, the person you want to win the main event. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to see that match because I think it would be interesting. It would definitely, I think, open eyes to people. To that person, yeah, that maybe may not have noticed him before or weren't watching AEW in the last two years. Mm-hmm. I don't know who I'm be talking about on that one, <laughs> um, but yeah. So I, I think this is definitely a uh, excuse to give Brian Danielson a, a title shot. Danielson doesn't have to win the title, mm-hmm. and that's that's the best part. Yeah, I. I just want to take a quick side note here. Um, I know we don't have long in the show, but, you know, John Moxley didn't want to ignore it either, so I just figure we should at least um, talk about it rather than just sort of brush over why he isn't here at AEW Full Gear and why he isn't in this final up against Brian Danielson. Um, and I guess it's hard to say something that hasn't already been said. Like, it takes a lot of effort to come out and say um, you have a problem when it comes to something like addiction. Um, and so full support and as much as it is this tiny little radio show in New Zealand to, to show support to such a massive star, um, same goes out to everybody, I guess, who admits they have a problem and, and is taking positive steps towards, uh, remedying that problem and is willing to, to speak up. Um, don't feel like you're alone or closed off or anything else, whether it's alcohol or anything else, um, speak up find someone who can help and um i'd normally rattle off the the helplines here but um google's your friend um and wherever you live wherever you are there's always somebody there who's willing to have a chat and then always hard to segue out of those moments but i will segue into uh the AEW women's world championship on the line dr Britt baker defending her title against the tournament winner tay conti yeah um this should be interesting I think it'll be a, a an okay match. I can't say it'll be a good or a great match because outside of Britt Baker, there isn't a lot of main t- uh, amazing talent in NXT or NXT AEW for their w- women's division. I think Thunder Rose is about the only other one that I would say is on par with her. Um, and I just don't think I believe that Tay Conti is going to be the one that brings down Britt Baker, especially since. Baker's not had that title for that long. I think she, I think she's like four or five months now in the ring. 
she is a new champion and I think that's, or a new-ish champion. Um, I think Tay Conti is going to, um, win a women's championship. Do I think it's going to be the world championship for the woman? Probably not. Uh, could I see her picking up a win in the, the TBS, uh, scene? Yes. Um, I think that's where she's going to really shine in that sort of woman's mid card where, um, you know, you're not necessarily the face of the company or the face of the division, but you're still showcased and still getting, uh, that push and getting that valuable match time on a big stage. Actually, she's had the title longer than I thought she did. Okay. She's had it six months. Okay. Um, which is actually the second longest title ring. <laughs> behind Sheeta? I, I think it's just, yeah, behind Sheeta, because Sheeta had it for over a year. Hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, it doesn't seem like it only changes hand. It's only changed hands on either dynamite or double or nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just to move on so we get time for the main event. I, I'm gonna pick Doctor Britt Baker here. Yep. Just take Conti just a little too early, a little too early. Uh, and then yeah, the AEW World Championship match: Kenny Omega taking on Hangman Adam Page. Uh, pretty much two years in the making now at this point. Yeah. Uh, this. Will- this should be a really good match. It should further accelerate the um, what they need to do with Hangman. Mm-hmm. This is their moment. Two years ago, I absolutely labassed them for not putting the title on Hangman put, and putting it on Jericho. I don't want to have to do that again. I feel like I just have to not have you on the show if Hangman doesn't win. <laughs> yeah. If Hangman doesn't win, he needs to leave. He needs to go either go to New Japan or he needs to go to WWE. Because at that point, it will be clear they don't believe in him. They would rather put over the WWE, ex-WWE guys than their homegrown guy. So I want Omega to lose here. I want him to lose to Paige. And I want to see what kind of reign they give Paige as champion. I want to see him versus Brian Danielson. I want Danielson to use his star power to get Hangman into the next stratosphere. Yeah, to, I to, I think there's just so much, you know, like Kenny's had this title uh, for a fair whack. He's he's done so much uh, with it, with his belt collecting stuff. It's just time. And as you say, Hangman Adam Page is that two-year running story of almost could have had it at the start. He made promises and he's come through. He made friends with the Dark Order. He collapsed again. He got kicked out of the Elite. He's he's coming back around and everything's coming up Hangman. And it really feels like this is the storyline culmination pretty much since day one of AEW has all been leading to this. Yes, this is what they need to do. They have to put strap him. If, um, to have any kind of credibility in the whole... We're different than WWE stuff that they all were saying prior to all all or nothing in 2019 when they put the title on Jericho. They have to do this. Paige is a wrecking ball of a star in the making. They need to capitalize on this. They need to show more that they that they're willing to do stuff with their homegrown guys and go the extra mile. Eh. So, Omega is an executive president. So this this is kind of, so it's technically a homegrown guy, but because he's executive president, I don't really count that. This is going to be the first guy that's not an executive president 
or an ex-WWE guy to hold this title if does manage to pull it out. And uh, we will only find out this weekend at AEW's Full Gear, because that is all we have time for this week. It's been great talking to you. Bye, B. Visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash wrestling R&D up, our Twitter page, twitter.com forward slash wrestling R&D up, or our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash wrestling R&D up, and we will catch you next week. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.